Hello and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. Today I want to talk about plant medicine. Now, plant medicine is not something I'm going to claim to be an expert on by any kind of measure. I know very little and I know there's a lot more for me to learn, but I have been experiencing some success using plant medicines in my day-to-day life. One of those medicines is medical marijuana, which helps with my back pain. It helps stop seizures and it has become something that in my family we tend to use frequently because of its medicinal purposes. Fortunately, we live in a state where it's been legalized and that makes it a lot easier to try these plant medicines and to see that, in fact, these things that were put on drug lists are perhaps not necessarily deserving of being there. I recently watched a documentary on Netflix called How to Change Your Mind and it was about psilocybin and all of these 1960s type drugs and the stories behind it and I was absolutely fascinated and now I understand why they were so worried about marijuana being a gateway drug and the reason is because once you've tried marijuana and seen that it doesn't actually do anything terribly awful or scary and you don't get addicted to it Once you've learned that, that what they're telling you, what the government is trying to condition you into believing, you're a lot more open-minded to want to try other things like psilocybins, which have been in the news a lot lately because they're starting to study them again for their health benefits. Now, psilocybin can be used for people with depression and anxiety in order to help them get over that depression and anxiety. It is a process and you do have to do work with these drugs. One of the things I've been looking at is the ceremonial aspects of plant medicines. So like with mushrooms or peyote or any number of different plant medicines, what happens is you go on what is called a journey. In order to go on a journey, you need a trained shaman somebody who's been through it themselves and somebody who's been trained to take you through the journey. You need that person there in order to guide you so that you don't go off in a tangent and not understand. And that's where they went wrong when it was just a matter of drugs going everywhere. When people just take drugs recreationally with no actual spiritual purpose behind it, it kind of loses the power that is actually in those medicines. Native Americans, a lot of South American tribes utilize these plant medicines in order to have a more spiritual connection to their divine, be it God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it helps the connection to the divine. In helping that connection, it takes away the depression because the realization is that, hey, you know what? The universe has a reason. There's a structure here. There's a reason for me to be here. I'm playing my part. Whatever that part is, we're here for a reason. And so with doing these, um, just beginning my journey into plant medicine and starting to look at the different kinds of plant medicine, I decided that I would try a cacao ceremony. 
and I am fortunate enough to know a lot of people in the quote-unquote woo-woo community here in Las Vegas where I get invited to such things and these things are always invite only. They need to know that you are committed to your spiritual health. They want to know that you're committed to your own personal growth and they want to know that you're going to take it seriously and not be dismissive of what you can learn in these ceremonies and the kind of healing that you're going to get from it. Now, one of my biggest things as quote unquote a healer is that people need to understand I'm just a tool for your healing, but I can't do anything to change your life. That's all on you. I can give you a temporary break from your pain or the energy that it's causing you, but you have to do the real work. You have to do the shadow work. You have to do the self-actualization. You have to make your connection to the divine stronger and that's on you so you can go to 10,000 ceremonies and still be in the same place you started if you're not actually doing the work that comes with it so plant medicines just like diet and exercise have to work together in order to improve your overall health so last night was the cacao ceremony and it was an extremely interesting and spiritual experience for me. I was invited by a friend who was also one of the facilitators of the event and I decided it was worth going to experience. Now cacao ceremonies, you have to understand the cacao itself is not a hallucinogenic type situation. It's literally cocoa. It's the cocoa bean but it's treated and honored and blessed in certain ways before use so it's really like a drink of hot chocolate but it's not as tasty as hot chocolate although they did put other stuff in it which I thought was interesting anyways so I get to the ceremonial area and before I can even go into the circle area to put down the things that I had brought to make the ceremony more comfortable for myself and get set up the way they had asked us to. First of all, they had a table with a welcome type area and we had to sign in, let them know what it is we wanted to work on. And also we had to cleanse ourselves. Now to do this, they had some beautiful feathers and they had some incense lit. And so you just Use the feather in order to move the incense and clear your energy field. A lot of people, when clearing energy fields, don't really know what they're doing at first, but a lot of times it's relatively simple. You sage yourself. You use the, you use the feather to move the energy. So after cleansing myself, I was headed into the circle and that was lovely and it was set up beautifully. They had a singer, a medicine woman who uses her voice and music as her medicine and she played all night and oh my God, it was such beautiful sounds coming from her. Like her singing was spot on, but her playing of the multiple instruments she had with her was also absolutely divine like this woman was uber talented 
And then in the center, they had a couple of blankets and a little fire pit. And the blankets had on them items that would be used during ceremony. So we all got situated and sat and then we ground in, which means we sat on the earth and we allowed that energy to just calm us and get us ready for ceremony. So it's almost like we were meditating to the music that was provided. And that was peaceful and it allowed everybody to arrive and get situated whilst everybody was just saying hello and greeting each other and being as polite as they could be. And then the facilitator stood up and she welcomed everybody to the circle and thanked us all for sharing our energies as much as they were sharing theirs, which I always think is a wonderful sign of respect because it is going to be an equally shared experience and everybody's contribution should be acknowledged in those kinds of situations. And then she went on to talk about what cacao means to her. She had recently been to Guatemala. She had done some of these ceremonies and she had sat with some cacao in order to hear it, in order to resonate with it, in order to hear what magic it has to bring. And so this ceremony was what she had downloaded, for lack of a better term. So first thing she did was she went around the circle with different colored um, candles and we were all to go and choose a candle and why we chose the candle and then place it into the fire pit for it to melt. And that was how we started. Now what she had done with the candles is she had chosen all the colors of the chakras and as she walked around, she told us what that chakra was for and which one we needed and as I listened to each one I was fascinated by her personal interpretation of the chakras and actually quite impressed and then when she got to the last candle she had a black candle and the black candle is not part of the chakras the black candle was for if you needed more than one or if what you needed wasn't touched on in the ones that we had already listened to that was the candle you needed it was the getting rid of your personal demons candle and again I'm going to stipulate that for me demons do not equal slimy little critters for me a demon is just a negative energy that is kind of stuck to you that you need to clear off so again she did this walk she chose her candle she stood there and explained why she chose her candle and of course I'm not going to share anybody else's personal journeys because I feel like sacred space should remain sacred space but when it came to my turn I went and I ended up choosing the root chakra candle which is a red one and I chose that candle mostly because she mentioned lower back pain and that's why I was there but also because of all the things that the root chakra represents. Not forgetting that I just lost the place that I was working for the last year because somebody bought the building out from under us. So now I'm having to figure out which way to start again. But that means my foundation is gone again. 
and this is a recurring thing in life right we go through these moments where we lose our foundation and so for me the red candle and everything she had said about it about your very foundation being rocked was so profound and so much what I needed so I chose the red candle and I put it in and I said my piece and went and sat down and then we all went and sat you know one by one and there was easily about 16 people in the circle I think there may have been 13 with three facilitators but whatever so it was quite an interesting few moments and then after that had happened then we did an exercise where everybody stood up and was in a partnership with somebody else and people were chosen you were either a sun or you were the moon and this was just really to separate you into two groups so that they could tell the suns when to speak and the moons when to speak and that was absolutely fascinating so first of all we stood there and the sun spoke and the sons mentioned first of all to look in each other's eyes and see yourself and tell yourself what it is you need to hear what is that thing that you need to get over that you need to heal what is going on with you that you need to dig deeper on and we did this with somebody looking in my eyes and she was speaking her truth and then it was my turn to speak my truth to myself looking in her eyes and then we switched partners and the next assignment was forgiveness look into the eyes of your partner think about somebody you need to forgive picture them there and tell them what you need to say and so I think with forgiveness a lot of people forget that when we're hurt by somebody and we've reacted and we're carrying that hurt we have to forgive ourselves for our reaction sometimes we don't always react in the right way we don't always say the right things we are imperfect and perfect in our imperfections and so standing there across from a total stranger somebody I hadn't met before and having to share what I was forgiving someone for and then having to take accountability for what I myself needed to forgive myself for really kind of brought anybody to tears like I think everybody had a couple of tears whilst we were going through this and that's what makes it healing you know when you're actually getting to the root of your issue and having to face it because as long as you're running away from issues you're never going to get anywhere and then the next partner we stood opposite and we had to give words of wisdom we had to stand there and we had to tell them what we thought they needed to know about their journey and this was just supposed to be what we could see through the windows of their soul and I stood there and I'm intuitive so it's very hard for me to turn that off when you ask me to look in somebody's soul I'm going to see pretty much everything and in such a ceremonial environment it means I'm pretty much wide open with things so I did I was pretty wide open and you know that's how it works 
and of course there's tears because whatever you're going to say it's going to hit the person opposite you in a certain way we know in ceremony you're going to connect you're going to have that that resonation it's going to be deeper than what we know and you can't say the wrong thing in a ceremony because people are there and they're there for a reason and whether you know it or not you're being put with that partner for a reason so we shared some truths of what we both kind of needed what I would call words of wisdom and for me the reason I went primarily was I'm looking for a solution to my pain I'm looking for a way to deal with it that will stop me from being stuck in my room for days on end without taking lots and lots of medication and that that's hard but these experiences are so profound and I learned so much for them and I wouldn't be on this quest I wouldn't be going to experience these moments without that pain there to motivate me to go do these things so you have to find the gratitude in that right so the gratitude is without this pain without this without this blockage in my life I wouldn't have experienced the things I have I would never have gone searching for the spiritual. My whole tipping my foot of my toe in witchcraft and psychic work, even though I've been a medium since the age of three, seeing my grandfather after he passed, I never really practiced it. I never really went out of my way to share it. It was just something personal for me. But when my pain started at like 18 years old, it had been since 11, but 18 was when it got bad enough to stop me from being able to go to college. When the pain started like that, I would get taken to the local library and I was constantly drawn to this one area of the library and I can still visualize it like it was yesterday. And they had all these metaphysical books. And I read Edgar Cayce. And then I got fascinated by astrology and I started studying astrology. And then I read a book on witchcraft, which at the time I didn't resonate so fully with, but I was interested. And that's when I got my first tarot deck because I was interested in that. And without that pain, without that, oh, you need to stop here and you need to look at other things, I never would have found this path. And I know this path is supposed to be my journey. And so you have to find a way to be grateful, even for the pain. The pain, as horrendous as it gets sometimes, is still a gift. And so last night when I was doing the meditation and exchanging these energies, some of the recognition I got from the pain was recognition, ironically. It was that when I'm in pain, people take notice. Whereas I may have felt like no matter my contribution, nobody really noticed or was grateful for it. But once I had pain, then the people who I wanted recognition from had no choice but to pay attention to me. 
So that was an interesting realization. Um, I don't think that I particularly enjoy it. Um, but I do recognize the role it plays. And we have to look at what role is this playing in your overall mental health, physical health. And it's bigger picture stuff. It's bigger picture. And so it was quite an interesting evening. After we had done that energy work, it was time to close the circle. Oh, no, I missed a bit. So after we had done that energy work, we went back to the circle. And then the two facilitators came around and did energy work on all of us. And they used the cacao in order to anoint us. And they did their energy work. And I can't really explain that because it was unlike Reiki for me. It was a different kind of energy. And it was very spiritual in nature. It was very clearing in nature. And then we closed the circle and we all said thank you for facilitating and gave thanks for the ability to be there and to share in this experience. I have to say, it was quite a unique experience for me. I'd never been through anything like that before. It was eye-opening as to what plant magic can do. And for me, very much eye-opening as to how you can create a ceremony. And that for me was magical, for lack of a better word. It was a magical experience and one that I intend on recreating or going to be a participant in again. Because something like that and the amount of healing that comes out of it, even though it happened last night, I know I'm still going and processing and clearing that energy and getting back into alignment with that energy and really divinely allowing it to integrate into every pore of my body every every little bit of it the core is just still integrating it's still a process but I can already tell that it has changed my outlook and it has shifted my reality and experiences should always do that for you whatever the experience is it will have shifted your reality, even if it's just a tiny little bit, but it will always be exactly what you need. Anyways, that was my experience and I just wanted to share it with you. And I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. Don't forget, you can always contact me at lipsy.com and I look forward to our next episode. Take care.